Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The art of filmmaking is inherently a manipulative one. Because what is the intent of cinema if not to thrill, to move, and sometimes scare the absolute pants off people? No director wants to make a film which leaves the viewer blank-faced while feeling not a flicker of emotion, and so they'll resort to every last trick in the book to make audiences respond viscerally to their work. Editing is the unsung hero of this. Editing can drop jaws and enhance the meaning of a work and make idiot YouTube voiceover people seem at least partly competent at their job. By making connections through images, filmmakers can resort to sneaky, tricky editing techniques in the pursuit of a shocking rug pull or satisfying reveal, and we wouldn't have it any other way. I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com, and these are the 10 most dishonest editing cuts in film history. Number 10. The old man isn't Tom Hanks, Saving Private Ryan. Steven Spielberg's war epic Saving Private Ryan is an inarguable masterpiece, yet it's also built on the foundations of a highly manipulative framed narrative, where we witness an elderly war veteran visiting the Normandy American Cemetery. As Spielberg closes in on the man's face filled with emotion as it is, the director smash cuts to the devastating 1944 Normandy invasion. From this point, the film follows Tom Hanks' Captain Miller on his mission to rescue Private Ryan, and the clear implication by this edit is that the old man is none other than Miller himself. Except, of course, it eventually turns out that Miller dies at the end of his mission, and the final wraparound reveals that the old man is in fact Ryan. It's perfectly executed by Spielberg and is an extra touch that leaves audiences sobbing. Number 9. Greedo Shoots First Star Wars A New Hope Special Edition the whole Greedo Shoots First debacle might be the most significant controversy surrounding a single piece of editing in any film ever. You know how it goes in the original theatrical release of Star Wars A New Hope, Han Solo of course shoots bounty hunter Greedo dead in the cantina without even flinching. It was a superbly badass scene and an exceptionally economical piece of character development, immediately letting the audience know just how smart and ruthless Han could be when he sensed danger. George Lucas, feeling that this made Han a cold-blooded killer, re-edited the scene for the 1997 special edition, having Greedo instead shoot first and miss Han before Han quickly fires back in self-defense. In addition to making Han simply seem less cool, having Greedo miss from three feet away made him and the entire scene play as monumentally stupid. 
Worse still, for the 2004 DVD release, Lucas digitally altered the scene further, having the blaster shots fire at almost exactly the same time and making Han awkwardly dodge Greedo's blaster shot through cringe-worthy CGI manipulation. And that takes us to the year of our Lord 2019, when we got another change, with Greedo now yelling McClunky before he dies because, yeah sure, George Lucas is just taking the biscuit at this point and he can do whatever he wants, I guess. McClunky. Number 8. Zepp is an actual psychopath, but not really, so. The first Saw is a deliciously effed up thriller best remembered for its bevy of nutty plot twists, one of which only really works because director James Wan responds to some blatantly continuity derailing editing tricks. Throughout the film we see Dr. Gordon's wife and daughter being held captive by a shadowy figure, eventually revealed to be Zepp, an orderly at Gordon's hospital. The obvious implication is that Zepp is either the jigsaw killer himself or an accomplice, made no more evident by a scene where he points a gun at the head of Gordon's wife and uses a stethoscope to listen to a heartbeat rising with a clear degree of pleasure no less. This is obviously only something a total psychopath would do, which means it makes no sense at all once the end of the film reveals that Zepp was just another pawn in Jigsaw's game and simply doing what Jigsaw ordered him to do in order to survive. This is one of those scenes that plays fine in the moment, but on a second viewing, seeing Zepp acting genuinely sadistic makes no sense whatsoever. Number 7. The movie literally rewinds itself. Savages. Oliver Stone's Savages is in no way a good film, but it's a fairly inoffensive, forgettable thriller, at least until its jaw-droppingly inane finale. At the end of the film, protagonists Ophelia, Chon, and Ben are mortally wounded and decide to commit suicide together by taking a group overdose. But after they die, the shot of their corpses suddenly turns sepia-toned and begins rewinding backwards through the last five minutes of the movie, revealing that this was nothing more than Ophelia's nightmarish daydream. The remaining moments of the movie instead give the trio a far happier ending and then that's it, it's over. Savages may not be a good film, but it at least seemed committed to a gritty, grim tone up to this point, only for the film to literally hit the rewind button and betray that mood completely. Number 6. Michael Moore opens a bank account, gets a free rifle immediately. Bowling for Columbine. Michael Moore's legendary 2002 documentary about American gun culture remains as ferociously relevant today as it was almost 20 years ago. But as is the case with most of Moore's films, he also employs some cheeky, arguably unethical editing tricks to get his point across. Bowling for Columbine memorably opens with Mua visiting a Michigan bank where customers are given a free hunting rifle for making a deposit, and the filmmaker is seen doing just that. He makes the deposit, fills out the forms, gets the rifle, and the movie then cuts to Mua proudly brandishing the weapon in the bank's parking lot. Except that's not quite how it went down. In reality, the bank has a gun delivered to a nearby licensed weapons dealer after performing a background check on the customer. In the case of the film, they only agreed to hand Moore a gun on the premises after his agents claimed he was making a film about unique businesses in America. Doing so required them to ship the gun from a vault 300 miles away the night before. The shot of Moore walking out of the bank into the parking lot was reportedly filmed at a later date as well, and though the director insists that none of the scene was staged, he did admit that the passage of time was compressed for production reasons, whatever that means. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. 
My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Number five, it takes 15 cuts to make Liam Neeson climb a fence. Taken three. Modern action movies are routinely taken, oyoy, to task for their hyperactive editing techniques, but this was elevated to a whole new level of ridiculousness in the wretched Taken 3. In an early scene where hero Brian Mills, aka Tommy Taken, is on the run from the cops, he leaps onto a car and then hops over a fence. Given that star Liam Neeson was 62 years of age at the time of shooting though, it's not terribly surprising that he used a stunt double to execute the stunt. And in a hilariously misguided attempt to conceal the double, director Olivia Megaton chopped the simple stunt into 15 different cuts over the course of a mere 6 seconds. Number 4. The Timeline Switcheroo Saw 2 After the first Saw bamboozled film audiences with mind-blowing plot twists and blatantly toyed with its own internal logic through editing, fans knew to keep their eyes peeled for the sequel. Even so, few could have anticipated Saw 2's climactic reveal, that the central game actually took place before the start of the movie, and Detective Matthews kidnaps son Daniel, who is seen partaking in the game via a pre-recorded video feed, is totally safe and sound. Though this twist isn't easily guessed, the film doesn't really play fair with audiences either. When Matthews first uncovers the video feed of the game in the first act, the director zooms in tight on the game unfolding on the video screen, and then almost immediately transitions to the very same scene unfolding within the movie's own cinematic continuity. In terms of film language then, this implies that the game is most definitely happening now, when of course it ended some time before Jigsaw was cornered by the cops in his warehouse at the start of the film. This blew my mind back in the day. Number 3. It happened on 9-11. Remember Me The 2010 romantic drama Remember Me is a standard fair coming-of-age movie for the most part, revolving around the blossoming love between troubled youths Ali and Tyler. Except the movie derails itself decisively at the very end, when Tyler finally tries to make nice with his workaholic father Charles by visiting him at his office, just as Tyler's sister Caroline is getting settled in at school. At that point, we see Caroline's schoolteacher write the date on the chalkboard, September 11th, 2001, before we cut to Tyler staring out the window of his father's office. 
The shot then slickly zooms out to reveal that Tyler is in fact in the World Trade Center. And after giving us a gorgeous CGI glimpse of the still standing Twin Towers, the shot cuts to black, just as the attacks unfold and Tyler is killed. Ultimately though, this is a case of a movie that just didn't have enough trust in its central romance and so decided to needlessly exploit a real life tragedy for dramatic shock value. The cut from the classroom to Tyler unknowingly awaiting his fate is embarrassingly ham-fisted and pretty much undoes anything good the movie delivered up to that point, which isn't all that much. It made you feel emotions, no doubt, but in the most dishonest way. Number 2. Batman's Death – The Dark Knight Rises Editing has always been a bit of a blind spot in Christopher Nolan's Batman movies. More than merely dishing up an awkwardly cut fight scene though, Nolan employs manipulative editing to suggest that Batman sacrifices himself at the end of The Dark Knight Rises. The climax sees the caped crusader flying a neutron bomb out of Gotham City towards the ocean. And because the Bat's autopilot system isn't working, he has no choice but to fly the vehicle himself, seemingly to his doom. To that end, Nolan solemnly shows Batman contentedly accepting his heroic fate, before cutting to the bomb timer with a mere 5 seconds to go, after which we see the bomb explode. This all happens in the space of about 10 seconds, very clearly implying in basic cinematic language that Batman has died with no possibility of escape. And yet, the very end of the movie of course reveals that the autopilot was fixed and Batman presumably bailed out long before the explosion happened. The editing tells a different story though, and given Nolan's penchant for smart operatic direction, this felt like a pretty lousy low effort attempt to trick the audience into believing Batman really was dead for all of about 3 minutes. Number 1. Louise's past is actually her future. Arrival. And our list ends with the best proof that dishonest editing isn't always bad, and sometimes it can even amplify a film's themes quite beautifully. Denis Villeneuve's fantastic sci-fi drama Arrival opens with an emotionally shattering montage in which we witness linguist Louise Banks raising her young daughter, which tragically climaxes with her child dying of an incurable disease as a teenager. The scene then cuts from the hospital where her daughter died to the present where Louise is teaching at a university. The cut between the two locations obviously implies that Louise's daughter died in the past, but as the film's third act reveals, Louise's burgeoning knowledge of the alien language ultimately allows her to view time in non-linear fashion. As such, Louise's daughter wasn't yet born, and we were instead being shown a glimpse of the future where she conceived the child with her love interest in the movie. It's a quite ingenious use of editing to not only trick the viewer, but also play with the film's own non-linear perspective on time. And that it happens to be completely devastating is surely what makes it work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.